it's Colton here, and I am here to ask you, do you not have time for books like a regular human being? Are you busy? Um, are you just you just don't want to sit down and read? Join the club, man. Go to audibletrial.com slash life815. Check out some free audiobooks. You get a 30-day free trial. Verbally read books. I've been listening to books like crazy. I'm smarter. I'm better than you. And I'm just an overall better person. Audibletrial.com slash life in the 815 for a free 30-day trial. You are welcome. And it, yeah, you get choppy, and I have to act calm and let you talk for a while. And then I'm just like, all right, as soon as it gets not choppy, I'll, I'll start talking. Yeah. Because um, yeah. I know, like, when you're recording, it's recording you perfectly, you know? So I just, you know, I don't interrupt. <laughs> even, even when you chop, and I can miss a whole segment of what you're talking about while it's chopping. And then it gets smooth by the end of what you're talking about. I'm like, oh, that happens a lot. Yes. Yeah, that's the best feeling in the world. When it just sucks, 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 and then it somehow works out perfectly. Oh, all right. Yeah, Ready? like right there, like in the middle <laughs> like of exactly your sentence. exactly what just happened. <laughs> it got choppy. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated sports podcast in the history of professional sports podcasting ladies and gentlemen uh, let's get ready to rumble live from the eight Episode 44, live from the 815 podcast. It's actually 44.2. Um, <laughs> so typically, uh, per usual, for all of our thousands of diehard guests, we are terrible at technology. So it this week for 44.2, after last week's, was lost in space after my computer crashed. Uh, it's just me and Jake. Jake, what's up? Hey, uh, nothing much. Feeling good. Hoping this one, this show goes off without a hitch. The last one is now the second lost episode in this show's short history. So <laughs> there are two episodes that are just in the cosmos, gone forever, you know, that you, our fans will never hear. Um, and this one, where our third hostless, Sam Connis, yeah. is not with us, um, I think we should start it off. Do you think he has what it takes? I mean, he's already missing a show. Well, after he agreed to like do it, he misses his very first show, and now he's missing his fourth <laughs> show. So he's getting yeah. 500 in attending <laughs> and talking about sports. That's all he has to do is talk. Yeah, it's late. At, we do this pretty late at night. Like, you know, you just had to put aside like an hour, a couple hours because we, we dilly-dally. But, uh, we dilly and we dally. Pretty awesome. But he, he is at the White Sox game right now, so he is enjoying some awesome White Sox baseball. Um, so, I mean, lucky well, Yeah. Well, obviously, that's a uh, very redundant sentence. You could have said enjoying some awesome baseball or enjoying some White Sox baseball. Everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, they're, they're synonyms. They, same thing. But uh, we can jump into the MLB while we're at it. Uh, the White Sox have been you know, just as bad as always. Uh, really nothing exciting to talk about. Mankata was put on the 10-day DL, so I was basically put on the 10-day fan DL 
in which I am not watching the games at, right now because Mankata's not playing. So, uh, you know, I'm feeling the same way Mankata is, having to sit this out. Uh, 10-day fan DL. Yeah. Um, the Cubs are, are also getting some uh, DL DL love. We have uh, Baez just tweaked his uh, hamstring yesterday. You Darvish is on the DL for the flu. Have you ever heard of that? <laughs> uh, no, I think that's in your shoulder. Yeah, I think... Yeah, shut, him, shut him down for the season. Yeah, yeah, we're not a doctor, but um, uh, Jason Hayward is on the DL. Um, I'm sure there's some others, but the flu one, man, that one got me like, what the hell is this guy doing? <laughs> but the Cubs have been very mediocre. They were the hottest team in baseball um, during our... They're streaky. I wouldn't call them mediocre. They went like 5-0, and and then they went 0-5, so yeah. it was very... <laughs> very yeah. streaky. Yeah, we uh we won like seven of, of eight, and then we got swept by the Cardinals. I I stayed up and watched the entire game on Sunday. Uh, Sunday night there was two rain delays. It went to like oh, yeah. fourteen innings. And fourteen because I went to bed in the twelfth. Uh, I was like, ah, God, <laughs> it sucked so much. Butthole. <laughs> and then Baez hits a home run in the in the fourteenth to go up one, and then. Fucking like Luke Farrell, I think his name was, came in and gave him <laughs> a home run to Dexter Fowler, who only has like three more hits than me and you this year, Jake. And he, he gave him a bomb. <laughs> yeah, that's impressive. Jason Hayward lost a ball in in uh, the uh, lights and almost it hit almost hit him in the face. And Jake, if it hit him in the eyeball and knocked out I, his uh, eyeball, I would have been I, ecstatic. <laughs> oh man, I uh, literally tried to take a Snapchat of that on the replay and send it to you and say. Signed to 2023, but uh, I wasn't fast enough. I was watching that. That was a uh, a misplay by Mister uh, Gold Glove out there. God. So that was that was a classic. It's you know, yeah, made really me happy. Have, kind of thing. I have no idea what to even say about the Cubs right now, except uh, I keep watching them, and I'm it's never <laughs> I'm never going away from a game. Like all right, we're cooking. Like it's just we should have lost like six of those like seven games that we won in that streak. And then we should have won three of the four games that we lost. I have no idea. I have yeah. no read on this team. No, I, I can't understand what's wrong. You know, it's like, it's so random. Cause like the players you need to play well are playing well, like with Baez was hitting half sort, you know, but I don't know. It just it doesn't make sense to me. The, the Cubs were pitching really well, and then they just weren't all of a sudden. It, they're very random. So, you know, it, it'll all shake itself out by the All-Star break, and they'll know what they're doing by the trade deadline, I'm sure. Yeah, um, I have I have the uh, score right now at 4-3 to three against the powerhouse Miami Marlins. Cubs win game one. Hopefully, uh, top of nine, up 4-3. Hopefully, we can win game two here. Um so I will keep you guys updated live from the game that happened yesterday as you're listening to this. Because <laughs> that's that's the best way to hear your sports news. Yes, it is. Um, oh, hey, 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 breaking news, breaking uh, news. Other MLB news. Okay. Cubs, Cubs won game two. Wow. <laughs> what what sports casting. Thank that you. was beautiful. Thanks. Yeah, thanks. Um, as I was saying in other MLB news, uh, Glaver Torres, former Cub, makes his debut for the Yankees a while ago and uh, then hits a walk-off. And he is now a part of the show. Um, he came back from 
Tommy John on his left elbow last season when he was in double A, and they just brought him up, and now he's playing Major League Ball. So uh, that was who was traded for Aroldis Chapman. Um, exciting. I mean, the Yankees just have a ton of young talent, so they're a scary. ton of young talent, and everybody's really good. Aaron Judge is having a really good first half of the season. Stanton can't get worse, so he's, all, he's, he's only going to get better. It's <laughs> Good point. Thank you very much. No, yeah, they are they are scary good. They're playing the Red Sox right now, uh, pretty much the two best teams in baseball over there in, in the AL East. And uh, yeah, it really how sucks. How shitty is that? Yeah. That the Red Sox and the Yankees are the two best teams in baseball. Like, ugh. For the rest of baseball, that's just kind of annoying. The Yankees you know? were bad for one year. <laughs> yeah, and then, and what then the every, hell? They were supposed to do a rebuild. And then every trade that they that they made, they won. They won every single trade. Yeah. And they were able to sign, a, you know, players because they still had money. So they didn't have to, you know, I don't know. They're not rebuilding like the Rays rebuild. The Rays have been rebuilding since their uh, World Series year. <laughs> Bold move, they have, Cotton. They have to leave, right? They have to leave Tampa eventually. I I would think so, and that's I know that sucks for all those people in Tampa, but like I'd like to see a different team. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, please. Like, uh, I really don't even know like what cities are are next in the in the uh, baseball pipeline. Um, hmm. <clears throat> is there a team in Dallas? <laughs> Yeah, I, I would assume so. Isn't that, isn't that where the Rangers well, go? I thought they were in Austin, Texas. Maybe not. I don't know. I don't care about Texas. Texas can suck a fart. Yeah, they don't need another baseball team. I don't know where to put another baseball team, dude. I, I, I wish there was... I want an expansion baseball team. I want just more baseball. Yeah, let's go Vegas. Oh, Vegas could use a team. They just got... They got a super stud hockey team. We'll talk about yeah. that later, but they might win the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Spoiler alert, they're probably going to win the Stanley Cup. Hey, great foreshadowing to our MySpace Top 8 later, Jake. This We are just on freaking fire right now. There's so much foreshadowing in this episode. It's like a Stephen King novel. Um, <laughs> what else do we have? <laughs> I've never even seen a physical copy of a, a Stephen King novel. <laughs> what, dude? <laughs> you say like, that like cool you book. read all the time. I, When's no, I don't. I, I read so few books that, like, I should not be criticizing you in any way for not uh, knowing a Stephen King book. But. Yeah, I've never well, I've never seen one in person. That's the thing. I know there's, like, 30,000 movies that are, that are based on it, but I've never seen somebody, like, in a park reading a Stephen King novel. Can you imagine <laughs> just, like, walking past a park and somebody's, like, sitting there reading a novel and they're just, like, really scared? Like, in. <laughs> <laughs> like in public, like at a park, and just they're terrified. Can you hear me? So, as we talked about last week in the Lost episode, but we're going to talk about it again. Corey Seager has uh, been has to get a Tommy John surgery, and so the Dodgers are without their superstar shortstop, and there happens to be a superstar shortstop on the market for a one-year rental. In Manny Machado, so a lot of teams are linked to him, including the Cubs. So I'm pretty sure Machado's getting moved. The Orioles have been terrible, so uh, you know it, it opens up a spot for him on the Dodgers, and the Cubs could open up a spot by using Addison Russell to trade for. Him. 
So yeah. thoughts, Colt. Um, <laughs> if if the well, first off, if the Cubs trade for him and they trade away Addison Russell, please, please trade Jason Hayward with him. Oh my god, <laughs> I would. Ugh, that would be so fucking nice. That would be so cool. Um, that would be a very strange trade for the Orioles, but um, I mean Hayward's still like twenty seven, twenty eight. So you're getting like a tw- <laughs> you're getting a twenty. That's not good. <laughs> you're getting a twenty two year old shortstop, and you're getting a or a twenty eight year old Gold Glove outfielder. <laughs> and you're giving up a Gold Glove. Yeah, but you're giving up somebody. You're giving up somebody who's not going to stay there. He's definitely not staying in Baltimore, especially after how bad they are. Especially because they probably couldn't afford to pay him, but now they're getting a guy who sucks to take over <laughs> to, to fill that giant contract hole they want on their contract on their books. So, whoever the uh, GM for the uh, Orioles is, don't don't listen to Jake. Listen to me. Jason Hayward's best days are ahead <laughs> yeah, of him. I- it's it's hard to imagine a trade where Jason Hayward gets moved. I mean, it's like being it's like when uh, for us Bucks fans too. Like I want John Henson and Tony Snell and Matthew Dellavedova to be traded because they're all making tens of millions of dollars, but nobody wants them. So it, it's, I, it's I want them, Jake. Wink, wink. They're really good. Someone should <laughs> definitely not take them because we're going to win a championship with them. Wink, wink. If you had. If you had $30 million for the next five years, would you pay for Jason Hayward's contract for him to not be on the Cubs? If I did, and then the Cub- and then that helped the Cubs get Machado or Harper? Yeah, you, you buy out his contract somehow. You trade for him, and then he just, like, you know, you brings you tea me? or something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's this guy? Oh, this is Jason Hayward. Um, I've traded for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying him $25 million a year. And, and, and then I'm just really mean to him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Would you Would you do that? Because then yes. you get to keep the $5 million and change? Yes. That's dumb. You should definitely keep all the money for yourself and let the Cubs figure it out by themselves. No, well, Because <laughs> they have so much money. Well, Jake, in this scenario, I somehow got $30 yes. million like that, which means I'm smart enough to get $30 million like that. Which means I could easily get thirty more million dollars. That's right, like that. Ooh, I mean that—that's you poke holes into my hypothetical, but um. But yeah, um, I, I like the idea of having Jason Hayward hang around for twenty-five million dollars. I would just throw stuff at him and like force him to catch it, and if he didn't catch it, I would make him like run like wind sprints or just something like terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Make him buy you Cubs tickets and go sit in the outfield. <laughs> and then he drives me there, but then he has to stay in the car. Yeah, without the air conditioning on. Ha! Oh, that's going to be so hot. What, a, what an idiot. I can't believe he accepted that trade. Oh, man. But um, other right. than the Cubs, if the Dodgers better not trade for Machado either. Because that's a one-year rental. Their team's not that good. Yeah, my team should give up anything very big. Yeah, like I'm, I'm, I really can't think of, of any team that needs a shortstop that's going to contend. If, if usually teams who uh, contend have a good shortstop already in, 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 like in place. Yeah, but if around the trade deadline, because it's pretty late in baseball, um, 
you could see someone getting desperate. Like if the Dodgers start winning a bunch of games and they're, you know, contending but just not over the top. I mean, a World Series, you know, is obviously you guys trade Glaber Torres for one year of Araldis Chapman. So guys are willing to do it. And, and a premier shortstop is just as valuable as a premier closer. True, true, true. So, well, now that uh, Clayton Kershaw... I can see something crazy. I, I'm, sure, I'm sure something crazy will happen. He will get moved. So it's He's got to. If, if the Orioles just, just let him walk, they, they deserve to be moved to Vegas. <laughs> uh, I like Baltimore as a city. They can keep their team. And their ballpark's really cool. So cool. So, um, did you see uh, James Paxton tonight? No, I did not. What happened? James Paxton, pitcher for the Seattle Mariners. He he threw like a one-hit, sixteen-strikeout shutout his last start, and everyone's like, "How's he going to top that?" Uh, he's a Canadian-born player. Goes up to Toronto and throws a no-hitter. Oh man. I know James Paxton, and I know who he is, so that's he's actually a good pitcher, so it's not that surprising, but that's awesome. But yeah, how about that for uh, a, a two-start stretch? That's nuts. Yeah. Did you see James Shields had a no-hitter into the seventh inning the other day? If James Shields threw a no-hitter, then the sport of baseball should just cease to exist. <laughs> he used to be good, and he's been pretty damn good this year. He's uh he really pisses me off, though, like because he was so bad when we actually wanted to use him to help, and he just totally blew any chance we had of making the play- playoffs that year because he was the worst. He would give up five runs in the first inning every start, yeah. and if we let him in, he would he would like, all right, I'll stick around to the fourth or fifth and only have those five runs on the board, but like, who wants to keep in a pitcher who's just getting shelled in the first inning? Nobody. He was awful. Jake, so, not me. Thank you for asking. Now that he's contributing. Exactly. I, I answered for you. But um, if we could end up trading him again, that would be nice. But I don't think anyone would be dumb enough to trade for James Shields. I'll give you Jason Hayward for James Shields. Um, no. Oh, I thought I had you. I thought I got you on that one. No. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Well, uh. Thank God. I got to accept that would have. I would have had to run that by everyone in the White Sox organization, and it would have not have been happy. And the Cubs organization. <laughs> There's a lot of people. Yeah, everyone's got angry in that trade. The whole city of Chicago has to has to uh, has to see this trade first. That was really close. That was a really close call. That that would literally screw up both teams. Like. Yeah. Cubs lose their starting right fielder, and the Sox have a horrible contract when they need money to sign people who matter. No, he he matters. He's he's really good. So for everyone out there who's listening who wants to trade for him, he's really good. Yeah, all the MLB GMs listening right now. He's he's really good. So good. Oh my god, words can't even. Oh man, he's good. Oh, oh yes, boy. We don't know the names of the 1.2 million people that listen weekly. Mm-hmm. But I can assume that at least 25 of the MLB GMs are in that. At least. At least one. At least one. <laughs> Minimum one. Um, but that, that may conclude the Major League Baseball experience of this week. Do you have anything else on the sport of baseball? No, that was, that was a lot for baseball. That so. was so good. good. Baseball. That was so good. good. We did so well. Good for, good for baseball. You know, let's yeah. give it up for it. We can uh, go on to the most exciting 
uh, time of the basketball season, the second round of the playoffs, where <laughs> every every uh, series is going down to the wire and nobody saw any of this coming. Uh, Jake, thoughts on round two go? Um, I wish Sam was here because I do not believe that you can say that the Bucks and Celtics was the most boring series after seeing that every series in this playoffs has been terrible. There hasn't been a good series. The only one that was close were the Bucks and the Celtics because it went seven, and there were a couple of good games in there at least. But all these other ones are just blowout after blowout, and it's this, this has been terrible. I mean, the Cavs just sweep the Raptors. The Celtics are going to finish the 76ers soon. Um, Warriors and Rockets obviously are going to win. Uh, at least the Jazz put up a little bit of a fight, but I was watching tonight, and uh, CP3 just went off. I think he scored 13 straight points and just put the game away. So uh, that series is over. I, I'm just hoping and praying that we get at least one good series out of the Eastern-Western Conference Finals. Oh, well, the um, I'll tell you one thing. The uh, uh, Cavs and Celtics series is going to suck. <laughs> That thing is gonna blow. <laughs> Why? Because, I don't, like Celtics are such like a good team, like well, well coached, well put together team, but they're just so decimated by injuries, and I think they they're gonna do whatever they can to like stop LeBron, and they just can't do it because they don't have anyone that can like keep up with them. Who's gonna yeah? Who's gonna keep up with with LeBron right now? Or like or like um, who's who's gonna score? Nobody can stop him right now because yeah. right now he is playing better than like any humans ever play basketball. He is a machine. But everyone says that about the Celtics. You know, I hate that everyone gives them that they're decimated with injuries. They're missing Kyrie Irving and Gordon Hayward. You cannot count because he hasn't. And Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart's playing hurt. They have well, like, Jalen Brown's. I mean, yeah, he's playing hurt, and he has been worse than he was in the Bucks series, but the Bucks make people look good. So, um, I don't know. I think the Celtics are are pretty good. I think it'll, they'll put up a fight. I mean, they did a good job of guarding Giannis once Brad Stevens got a good look at him. Like, Brad Stevens figured out, let's put this rookie on him, who literally took, like, three shots in the three games he guarded Giannis. But he played pretty damn good defense on him, and... Uh, I'm sure Brad Stevens will figure out a way to keep this close. I think it could go. I think it could be a decent series, but I I'd probably agree that it's likely going to just be LeBron winning a lot. Yeah. Um. LeBron. So Ben Simmons and Giannis are both players that people are like comparing. Like, oh, if they learn to shoot, they're the next LeBron. LeBron can shoot from anywhere now. It's so obnoxious how good he is at <laughs> yeah. everything in the sport of basketball. He can do, he can uh-huh. do literally any like. He's like he's like when you play on my player and you play for like seven or eight straight seasons and all of your attributes are just up and you just do yeah, whatever seriously. you want. That's pretty much what LeBron is. Like he might as well have ninety nine everything in two K at this point. Yeah, and I think the biggest reason why they stopped Giannis and Simmons was that they didn't let him drive and like get close. They made him shoot. Simmons Simmons had like thirty five feet of room and could, yeah. And he didn't even think about shooting. Yeah, Giannis is a much better shooter than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons has a, has a problem. You know, he's like when Ricky Rubio first came in the league, and everyone would just play him five feet back because they could. You know, that's what they're that's what the Celtics did with Ben Simmons, and they just shut him down. Like Giannis sh- would shoot like one would make one of two threes in the game and keep him make him keep him a little bit honest. But 
Yeah, you know, that, like, that is true that LeBron, you can't guard like either of those guys because LeBron will just knock down five of eight threes in a quarter and you'll be like, oh, shit, now we're down by 15. Yeah, like a crazy thing to <laughs> think about is that the Cavs are still playing bad and they just manhandled a team that, that was the, <laughs> the one seed, like was historically good for their franchise. And he, and, and they just absolutely like clocked him. And, and LeBron's probably going to get one of the better coaches in the league, Dwayne Casey fired as the Raptors are probably looking for a new coach. Yeah. Um, Dwayne Casey, come, come to Milwaukee. That's fine with me. Uh, speaking of the Milwaukee Bucks coaching search, it has been extensive. Their interview, they've set up so many interviews uh, they're interviewing a lot of people. Even the surprise uh, pick, uh, uh, Becky Hammonds of the uh, Mike or uh, sorry Greg Popovich coaching tree. I don't know who Mike Popovich is. Mike but, Popovich uh, does not have any good coaches on his uh, coaching tree. I just yeah, I, I would much up. I would much prefer a guy on Greg Popovich's coaching tree. But um, she or a woman. I should I correct myself? I said a guy. Look how sexist I'm being. God damn but, it! But uh. I'm, I'm cutting. That. I mean, I'm not sure that I want her as a coach because she doesn't exactly have, you know, a much experience. Like I, I'm looking at the guys I was looking at were, you know, Mike Budenholzer, who's won a coach of the year in the NBA, David Blatt, who's won two Euroleague championships. Um, you know, she hasn't really done much, even in the women's side of coaching. She's just been learning under great people, and I think it's cool that she's going to get a shot, but I don't know that she's ready. But I do like – I would rather hire her than some of the guys we're interviewing. We're interviewing the Charlotte Hornets coach from the last five seasons. They've been terrible. Yeah, they've, why been, would they've we, been awful. Why would we want that guy? He's yeah. like, no, thank you. I would much rather have Becky. She's like my fourth choice right now. It goes Mike Budenholzer, the 2015 NBA Coach of the Year, who we interview on uh, – I want to say Thursday. You can just say uh, anything. I, I have no idea. I'll be like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, well, I'm trying to get it right for the listeners, man. But um, And then when Etor Messina, who's the number one assistant coach on uh, the Spurs, so he's and he's coached for Spain in, like, uh, the World Cup of basketball or whatever, and he's won a bunch of games. So he has some experience coaching the team. And then David Blatt, who got run over by LeBron. Uh and got fired by LeBron, but I would love him to come to Milwaukee because he keeps winning in the EuroLeague. But after that, I'd rather go with Becky Hammond over these other shitty coaches who have been coaching, you know, shitty teams the last five years. Um, give me Becky, man. I have, <laughs> I've seen so many like players stand up. Uh, a lot of, she, she, she was like the head coach for their uh, D league team for like two seasons. She's worked with a lot of like big name talent. Everybody on the Spurs were raving about her. She helped uh, Coach K coach some of the uh, training camp for the USA Olympic team. She's worked mm-hmm. with high high profile people, and apparently she she's just a hard ass. But like not yeah. in, not in like a college coach come to the NBA kind of way where they're like where they're just like hardcore pushing like how uh, uh, Ripetino came up and tried to like embarrass <laughs> all these players. She yeah, apparently what a dickhead. yeah, dude, fuck that guy. Apparently she is um, from everything that I've read. Obviously I haven't met her. Um, if I have, I I probably would have mentioned it once or twice. But um, <laughs> apparently she's just like 
she's she's really stern. She walks into a room and like people respect the shit out of her. But she's she has like a weird awkward like uh, sense of humor. So uh, like everybody said during uh, training camp practices that she would she did not ever look like she was gonna crack a joke and then she would say something and then like 10, 20 minutes later they're like was she kidding or like was she was she serious and then and then as they were thinking about it she's like what the hell are you guys doing can you guys actually like go run or go or like, go, yeah. go do some drills and yeah just, I, I feel like i've had a, i feel like i've had coaches with that sense of humor you know you've seen that kind of and that's i think that works um she's uh, also a russian citizen she became one after having to play basketball in russia for a while so i think that's where the toughness comes from yeah. you know so i mean <laughs> I'm not a uh, NBA coaching expert at all. We can uh, pretend that Sam is. So once Sam comes back, he can give us the uh, the whole rundown. But I'm very okay with with Becky Hammond coming to Milwaukee. Yeah, I would rather her go coach like Memphis for her first gig. You know, like not hand her the keys to the team that's like, you know, the most exciting team, the best coaching spot anybody could land. You know, like if you're a coach, you'd probably pick the Bucks over, you know any other team that was hiring like would you rather go to the bucks or memphis or phoenix or well phoenix uh, phoenix is actually the only one that's like tempting compared to milwaukee because you can you can lure players to phoenix yeah yeah but we already have the player yeah, you know yeah. so it's i don't know either way i i love the idea of becky hammond's getting a coaching job i just don't know that i would be super pumped to hand her the bucks franchise right now we're very volatile right now. Like, this is a huge hire. It, if we yeah. screw this hire up, the Giannis era is ruined. I, I agree. So, I agree. This is huge. But the only only time will tell. So we are going to act like we yeah. are experts until then. But until anything happens, we have no definite answer. Am I yeah, right or it, am I right? Until we're, pro- until we're proven wrong, you we're not wrong. Is, the, is what we're saying. Amen. So. Amen to that. Well, we talked about it a little bit last week in our last episode. Um, the NFL draft happened like three months ago, and we <laughs> haven't talked about anything on on the show. So um, yeah, so, we'll just talk about like fit because you all you all know what happened. You know, Baker went one to the Browns, Saquon Barkley went two to the Giants, and Darnold went three to the Jets. You know. You've, it's all been talked to death what happened on draft night. So uh, let's just talk about our favorite picks in the in the draft, and then we'll talk about the Bears and the Packers drafts. Yeah, I love the uh, Baker Mayfield pick going one. Mm-hmm. I think he is just – everyone's comparing him to Johnny, and honestly, uh, it's, it's, not, it's not hard to. You can, you can do it in many different ways. You can, he got his DUI. He he talks a lot, but he he stays in the uh, pocket more. He um, from from what I've heard, he's a, he's just a huge competitor. He he's not there to like look at any outside um, uh, distractions, and he's he's just there. And he he wanted to be number one, so I don't think like the fact that he went number one is is, is gonna is gonna like get to his head. Like he yeah. he like mentally expected it so now he's just like crossing that off his list and moving on to the next thing and just by the uh, law of averages they the browns have to hit eventually right <laughs> i hope so i want good football in cleveland and i i, I hate the uh, comparison of baker to johnny manzel just because they're both short white guys who scramble i mean johnny 
as long as Baker actually watches film, because Johnny Football didn't even watch film in college and wouldn't didn't know anything. He says like if the Browns would have just asked him, like they would have known like that he didn't do any work. But I know for a fact Baker Mayfield works his ass off. He's been a walk on like three different times. He he does everything in his power, and I think he's going to succeed. I think he's. I don't think he's going to be a bust, but I hope he can be great. I, I just don't know because he's so short and he's not super athletic. So we'll see. I'm, I'm a little, I am a little worried about that pick. I'd say that was my favorite first-round pick, other than the Bears getting Smith. Love it. Love Roquan what? Smith. Love Roquan Smith. Um, and we talked about I guess I don't have to say we talked about this last time every time. But um, Quentin Nelson did not fall to the Bears, as most Bears fans wanted. He went to the Colts, which was a good pick for the Colts. But as I, uh, my whole point is the fact that getting Roquan Smith should be a blessing for Bears fans. I know a guard would be great, but you got a guard in the second round who some are calling a first-round talent, and you got a middle linebacker who has a chance to be a transcendent talent, middle linebacker like Luke Keekley type getting to the ball constantly. He's incredibly fast. He's one of the quickest, fastest athletes in the, at the entire combine this year, Roquan Smith was. So my point is having drafting a – if he's a superstar middle linebacker and you get a solid starting guard in the second round, that's much better than a superstar right guard and whatever you get in the second round because you're probably not going to get a superstar – or a you know, you chances of getting a linebacker are very slim of that caliber. You know, so I think the Bears did a great job, and I think it's a blessing in disguise that Quentin Nelson didn't fall to him. Honestly, I mean, I th- there was uh, three picks to go. The Bears were the third pick, and then out there was um, Chubb, uh, Smith, and then Nelson. And I was like, I'm I'm okay with any of these three. And then once Chubb and uh, Nelson went. It was just Roquan Smith, and I was so worried because there were so many um, reports that Ryan Pace was thinking outside the box. And I was like, "You motherfucker! If you, if you don't fucking pick Roquan Smith here, I was so worried." But no, I mean, I'll take it. Leonard, this takes a lot of pressure off uh, Leonard Floyd. Defense is slowly coming together, and um, if we can. Uh, work in that, that guard from Iowa and get anything from the wide receiver that we get in the uh, second round out of uh, Memphis. Some, it's like R.J. Miller or something like that, T.J. Miller. Anthony, Anthony Miller, <laughs> not T.J. Miller. T.J. Miller's the comedian. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, Anthony Miller, another good pick for the Bears. I love the Bears' first three picks. The, the rest of the picks, honestly, I don't know, and I know a lot of late-round picks. The, Ryan Pace really thought outside the box starting – after their third or their third pick, uh, but that that receiver is definitely going to be either your number two or your number three receiver this year. So uh, expect a lot out of these rookies for the Bears. Uh, the Packers did some dancing in the draft. Uh, we sat at the 14th pick, and uh, as soon as our pick came up, it uh, we traded down to the 27th pick, which was pretty much heartbreaking and shook the Packers fan base to its core. Because uh, last year, we are having flashbacks of last year when uh, Wisconsin Badger superstar T.J. Watt was on the board. And we traded down out of the first round 
So we had to watch four hours of draft coverage to not watch the Packers take a pick um, and miss out on T.J. Watt, the Badger super, Wisconsin superstar. So uh, we're having terrible flashbacks. Everyone's freaking out. We're drafting at 27th now. Ted, or Ted Thompson's gone, though. Little did uh, we remember. And big dick Brian Gutkunz trades back up into the first round to take the guy he wanted originally, and he rips the Saints off and gets their next year's first rounder out of it in the first trade. So he ends up getting the guy he wanted and traded a third for a first rounder. That is that is some expert draft um, movement there. Uh, I'm super pumped to have two first rounders next year. Even if they're two late first rounders, you can use that to move up into the middle of the first round. And uh, the Packers did a great job. They ended up taking Jair Alexander out of Louisville with their first-round pick. That's who was getting mocked to them anyway. So they ended up with the guy they were probably they probably wanted. At, um, and he's a super-fast corner. His only problem is he's a little short. So in the second round, we end up going and getting Josh Jackson, who was the best corner in college football last year. And he's big and strong. Uh, some people can compare him to Josh Norman because he's kind of slow is why they compare him to that. But, uh, you know, we addressed the main need on the Packers and gained a first rounder next year. I'm very excited about uh, the new era of Packers without Ted Thompson at the helm. So that's my rant on the Packers. I feel great about the draft. Oh, man. Aaron Rodgers sucks. (laughs) He's so good, and he's back, baby. All right, speaking of good, our um, uh, friend of the show, friend of the program, Nate L. Jamerson. Best friend in real life. Best friend in real life. I texted him, um, and he responded. So, uh, Nate L. Jamerson. I I believe we have a quote from Nate L. Yes. From from that text, right, Colton? Yes. Um, Let's get a breaking news live quote from NFLer. NFLer Natrell Jamers. Yeah, this is a uh, a live reading. Um, so, uh, uh, Jamerson goes to the Saints in the fifth round. What am I gonna do but text him? Me being the best friend that I am, I said, "Dude, congrats on going to the Saints. Go kick some ass down there. I know you'll do great." He didn't. He didn't respond for a few hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was probably partying with like family. So then he responds as as any best friend would. Thank you. You heard it here, folks. That's the quote, baby. <laughs> that is it. That is what you call a best friend till the end. Nacho Jamerson, <laughs> New Orleans Saint, um, and best friend of Colton and Jake from Life the Own Five podcast. Yep. Forever in our hearts, number one overall pick. You know, he may have gone number 164, but we would have taken him number one overall. He was a great interview. I would not have, <laughs> no, I would not have picked you. <laughs> No, if we had, if, no, if I had the first pick, not even close. But I, I mean, I would have thought about it in like the third round, you know, because I wouldn't want to let you slip. <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, word to the wise of any college athletes looking to go in the draft, uh, Natrell Jamerson before our interview and before the combine, but that's not related. Yeah, before our interview was a undrafted free agent seventh round pick type guy. Interviews with us gets drafted in the fifth round. I mean, that's not a coincidence. That's just that's just scientific facts that happened. Are you blind, people? Like, well, it's it's clear. Jake, it's podcast. They they can be blind if they want. 
Oh, yeah. I mean, good for you. You know, go get them if you're blind. But <laughs> <laughs> Get out there and go get them. <laughs> you know, the facts, we're telling you the facts audibly so you can you can understand that if you interview with this show, that's plus two rounds on your draft stock immediately yeah. like that. And that's and again, that's not us just like like making stuff up. That is experts saying he wasn't going to get drafted. Comes on the show, he he goes in the fifth round. What? First we're in a blender. Now what? we're saving lives. What? What? That is a very obscure reference from <laughs> <laughs> the interns, right? <laughs> the internship, one of the greatest movies of all time. Vince Vaughn, <laughs> Owen, Vince Vaughn, Owen Wilson. Um, they work at uh, Google. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Probably the best dynamic duo in movie history. Um, yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah. maybe Moses and God from the Ten Commandments. Ooh, um, I think I'd probably go with Vince Vaughn and Owen Wilson. That's I mean, true. Wedding Crashers, dude. Wedding Crashers, yes. Um, I'm sure they're in some other movies, but we just can't think of it right <laughs> the now. The internship. The internship. But That's yeah, so stuff. congrats to uh, Natrell. Other big notable late round news. Shaquem Griffin, the one-handed wonder, um, goes to Seattle. What what round was it, Jake? I want to say sixth round. Goes to get to play with his brother, Shaquille Griffin. You know, it's very confusing. They also play the same position, basically. Well, I, I think Shaquille is more of a cornerback now. Is he? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but like, think about it. How are they going to? distinguish which is which like on their jerseys huh <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's the like, best question i've heard all day because normally it's like s griffin and l griffin but they're both shaq griffin yeah so it, they have and it's both shaki griffin just so one ends with an m and one ends with an l one's gonna so is it, like they have to have their like full name like it's the xfl <laughs> like he hate me out here oh my god they do i mean I mean, they could probably just have the same name on the back, and then just uh, you just check by who has two hands to, to determine <laughs> which one which. Yeah, yeah. So I think I think I'll be able to distinguish. Shaquem should be number one for the amount of hands, and then Shaquille should be number two for the amount of hands. <laughs> well, then everyone would have to wear two. That would be hilarious. <laughs> that, would, that would be gold. But that is our recap of the NFL draft that happened weeks ago. Um, you heard yeah, it here we last. Have still the season, so you heard it here last, folks. Dead last. <laughs> yes. But, um, um, yeah. Well, that's, so that's all we're going to talk about for the NFL. We got enough there. I, I, I guess, Jake. Now we can go on to the sport that both of us have been hooting and hollering about. That's the National yeah, Hockey I'm just League. Begging to talk about it this whole show. The uh, Stanley Cup playoffs are afoot. Uh, where three teams have advanced to the conference finals. We have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who have been the best team in hockey all season. And then we have two improbable stories. It's finally the Caps year. They've passed the Penguins, and they fucking pull out a series win to advance to the conference finals. And then the story that is blowing my mind that nobody is still talking about is the Vegas Golden Knights are probably <laughs> going to win the Stanley Cup. <coughs> probably going to win. That's a bold statement. I honestly don't know how they're still here. I mean, they just, like, crushed the Sharks. I mean, and the Sharks, I guess they weren't that good. But No, Sharks are good. Sharks were in the uh, Cup last year. So, or, or, I mean... Not the Cup, in the uh, Conference Finals. 
I mean, people are scared of the Knights, dude. I mean, this is one of the best sports stories in a long time. Ever. This is crazy. It's got to be ever. Mark Andre Fury is standing on his head, and he's he's like playing like he's like six or seven years younger. The dude's like yeah. forty years old. This is amazing. I mean, um, NHL playoffs, Stanley Cup. I'm sorry, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs. Thank you. You don't. It doesn't get any better than these playoffs. I mean. It's incredible what happens. Every single year, it's crazy. It's nuts. So I, I'm sure this is going to be a crazy finish and that we won't predict. So. We, we do have a Game 7 in uh, in the second round. The Winnipeg Jets, uh, Nashville Predators. I have money on the Predators, so you know where I'm rooting. Um, Ooh. But, I mean, the winner of this series plays... Um, the Knights, right? Vegas, yeah. So it's... These are like three of the best home ice advantages in hockey. So, at least at, there's going to be at least one team in the in the Stanley Cup final where it's going to be a crazy home ice advantage. I don't think you've seen Winnipeg yet, have you? No. You play at home, Jake. No. It's fucking crazy. <laughs> These guys go bananas, and it's always a whiteout. It's always oh. how cool. It's so cool looking because obviously the ice white, the players white, the fans white. It's awesome. Nice. Thank nice. You. Thanks. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the little segment that we like to call Jake is half listening while I talk. Well, no, I was listening because I was also looking up this, the records of these teams because I'm, I'm trying to catch up to hockey right now because we're almost to the finals, baby. I got to I gotta know what's happening. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> of course, of course. Um, other than that, there's – Really, like, nothing else to uh, talk about because we can't really um, go too in-depth because we don't know that much about hockey. Yeah, I think I have breaking news, though. I'm, the the Blackhawks are out of it. Oh. They're not, they don't have a chance to win it this year. They are officially not going to win the Stanley Cup again. Oh, no. So, oh. That's a bummer for all of Chicago. I'm sorry to break the news. You know, don't kill the messenger, you know. I'm, I'm not you know going to. I'm not going to. You know the saying. Okay. So. Um, we can move on to our movies and TV show segment. Jake, what have you been watching that's been hot in the streets lately? Well, the hottest movie in the streets has been Avengers Infinity War. Have you seen I, it? Yet? Yeah, I went, I went to see it the second day it was out. I love Marvel. I've seen all the movies. Um, I, it was, a, it was an awesome event. They didn't even have like characters. Like if you haven't seen, like most of the movies, you will not understand. They just throw people in, like, "Oh, hey, you you got out of jail?" It's like, "Yeah." And you're, if you didn't know what was happening, you'd be like, "What? Wait, he was in jail?" And then they never mentioned it again. Yeah. So you're like, "What the fuck has happened?" You know. So it would make no sense. And they're just like talking to people, and they're like, "Oh, hey, that's a nice uh, new arm you have there." And you're like, w- when did he lose his arm? You yeah. know, you'd have you'd have no clue. So this this so. hypothetical person that uh, Jake is talking about is me. I've only seen yeah. the um, I've seen both Guardians of the Galaxies. I've mm-hmm. seen Doctor Strange and Captain America: okay. Civil War, and those are the only Marvel movies I've ever seen. You know, I was actually thinking about because uh, I was trying to get my dad ready to see it, and the the main ones you need to see, I, the Guardians would be good. Civil War is the number one one you need to see. And then I'd say Black Panther and Doctor Strange, just so you know who they are. And then I'd, you're probably good, because I'm sure you've seen Iron Man at some no, point. I've never it's seen been any on TV Iron or Man's. something. I've never seen any Iron Man. 
That's crazy. That's sing- crazy. I've never seen a single second of, of Iron Man. Well, you, you saw Civil War, so you, you get Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, but like any of the uh, three movies, I'm saying. That's crazy. They're good movies. But all that being said, I did look up what happened in Infinity War, and I know exactly <laughs> what happened. I, I read some articles. I watched some videos. I, wa- I got all the spoilers, and I know everything nice. that happens. And holy shit, if I was into it, that is crazy shit. It was crazy, and that's a huge spoiler. Like, I don't even want to say it on the show, yeah. because if you haven't seen it, 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 it makes the movie so much better not knowing. Oh, I bet. If, like, like if, if, I'm, uh, if I'm into anything, and that was the climax of where that thing is currently at this moment in time, I would be going nuts. That would exactly. have been crazy. But, oh. so that being said, uh, me looking up the spoilers got or gave us the idea of bringing back the MySpace Top 8 of all-time spoilers of life. So this is, uh, I guess basically this is just me and Jake talking to our our former selves and spoiling the, 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 uh, I don't know, the great things about life. Yeah. You know, everything you think is great when you're young and we're going to let you know what it's like when you're old. Cause I'm sure, you know, we we're know all of our old. listeners. Uh, yeah. We're, we're both 47 years old. So we've seen some things. Yes. Um, so here it is. The MySpace top eight, uh, spoilers of life. Jake, uh, do you want to kick it off, or should I? You can kick it off. Okay. I know um, you have some good ones. Uh, you got a little choppy there, sorry. I'm, eh, I'm sure I did. All right. Number one, MySpace Top 8, Spoilers of Life. Um, being 23, 24 does not exclude you from pooping your pants in public. Um, <laughs> I have done it since I've turned 18. I have pooped or sharded my pants in public about 10 to 11 times. So that is a spoiler that I did not see coming. Um, (laughs) See, that's only for like little Colton. You texted me this one earlier and I was like, I haven't sharded myself in like five years. I did it. So like this is for little Colton specifically. (laughs) I did it on Sunday. (laughs) That's incredible. I was at work and I... (laughs) Charted and I was like, "Oh, guys, I, I think I, uh, I think I put my pants." And like, "Oh, okay, no, you did." And I was like, "Ha, okay." And then I like wild my way to the to the bathroom and I pulled on my pants. And I was like, "Oh no, it's it was it was like <laughs> threw out those underwear." Oh yeah, I I I had to take off my underwear and I washed myself in the sink, and then I had to pile oh. up my underwear in some paper towel and then I threw it in the dumpster and then I threw other garbage on top of it so no one could ever find it. <laughs> Good call. R.I.P. Those underwear. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a good uh, spoiler for little Colton. I'm going to go with a more broad one for number seven. Uh, the movies you love are actually terrible. <laughs> that That is what I've learned from growing up, is that every movie that I thought I really liked was just, it, it's terrible. You know, like it what, looks Shark bad. Boy and Lava Girl? I love Shark Boy and Lava Girl, but I'm talking more like, oh, um... Hold on. The the movie I'm thinking of, it has a quote, never give up, Galaxy Quest. It has Galaxy Tim Allen in it. That's a good movie. Oh, it's bad. If you watch it, like, the effects are so bad. Like, like in my mind, though, as a kid, that was the peak of space technology. Like, they were actually teleporting. But if you watch it now, it's like pixelated 
like they're just disappearing. It was like you... early 2000s, and it was a parody, so it wasn't there for the effects. Get out of here with Galaxy Quest. That's a good movie. It wasn't. No, it's not a good movie, dude. It, I, I thought it was the best sci-fi movie in the world, and it it's is. Got, just... It's got Tim Allen. It's got Justin Long. Alan it, Rickman. Yeah, yeah. It's got Alan Rickman, <laughs> who is, who is, is Alan Rickman Snape, by it? the way. For those of you who don't know. Yeah, R.I.P. Alan Rickman. Um. No, okay. All right, get out of here with that with that dumbass example. Think no, of, that's a bad movie. Think think of of a uh, of a, a better example. But um, my spoiler number six on the MySpace top eight is um, MySpace is not going to last. Um, I definitely thought MySpace was here forever. I thought I thought your actual top eight, and which inspired this award-winning segment, meant so much in real life. Um, so now the only thing that actually matters is the segments top eight, but the actual website MySpace not gonna last. Spoiler it, alert! It doesn't make it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I'll move on to number five then, and this is for living in the past. Uh, the Patriots don't stop being good anytime soon, so you you <laughs> might as well just start rooting for them, because if I could have just saved myself a whole lot of trouble, I would have grown up a Patriots fan, you know. Tossing, so that, that's my tossing LeBron advice. in there, too. <laughs> yeah, and LeBron's really good. Like, don't hate him. Just pretend like you're a huge, be a huge fan from the jump. Yeah, yeah. And then, but say, like, if like if I came on set right when he was drafted, and I was, like, the first guy to say, like, oh, I'm just a LeBron fan. I don't care about what team he's on. I think if, yeah. I think if, if you're, like, the first one to say that, everyone's like, I got to respect that. Or you're a Cleveland fan. And, like, when he leaves, you, you you tell everyone, just everyone calm down. He's going to go win a championship. He'll be back, and he'll win us one. And then you sound like a messiah. Or you, know? or you can say this. Say, <laughs> I'm a I'm a huge Cleveland fan, but a very close second is is the Miami Heat. Very close yeah. second. So if, I, if he could go anywhere other than Cleveland, it would be the Heat. <laughs> that would be <laughs> perfect. Oh, yeah, that would be, that'd be, that'd be pretty gosh darn neat. Yeah, I'd also tell my former self all the lottery numbers and who wins every Super Bowl so I can bet on it. No, that's but Nope. <laughs> that's cheating. All right, got it. Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. What are we at, number five? Yeah. Sure. Or no, I just did five. You're at four. Sure, sure. Um, MySpace, top eight, number four, to young Colton or just young anyone. Uh, you're not going to make it to the major leagues. You're not a good athlete. <laughs> Start forming some other abilities in life. <laughs> yeah, don't take it so seriously that when you have a bad game. Yeah, yeah, you're in, you're in sixth grade. You are not getting scouted. You're batting like seventh on your on, on your middle school travel team. You're not that good, man. Um, spoiler <laughs> alert: you're you're gonna you're gonna not make it to the major leagues. Yeah, that's that, give up on your dreams, kids. Is yeah. what we're saying. Yes. Um, that's a good one. Thank you. Thank not, you. Number three, I, uh, you will not want to buy all of those infomercial toys you see on late night TV once you turn 18. Because I know for a fact that when I was a kid watching those, I thought to myself, oh man, when I'm 18, I'm going to buy that silly putty um, and all that stupid, that sand. I'm going to have so much sand. fun. The, like, uh, the spongy sand oh, that was, was like... Like, yeah, the spongy sand, and I'm like going to have six pairs of moon boots because I won't have to ask my parents to call. 
Oh, God, yeah. Whenever I ask my parents, they just, like, punch me in the face and throw me back in the closet. Oh, man. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, hey, guys, can you can you call this number so I can get my toy? And like, oh, shit, how'd you get out? Bang. Like, pop me right, right in, like, yep, the... Dude. Right in the crown of the of the forehead, just popped me like pretty good. Yeah. And then when I was uh, yeah, and then they let me play with my toaster. <laughs> like it's it's time for your bath. Here's your here's your toaster. All right. Yeah, toy toaster. <laughs> Woo. All right. Um, what was that? Number three. Yes. All right, number two. Um, spoiler alert for life so far. Uh, you're going to drink a lot by yourself the older you get and you're gonna enjoy it more that's a nice little spoiler <laughs> yeah i mean that's kind of just like you know advice don't hate on people for drinking alone actually when you're young you shouldn't drink alone like when you're like in high school like yeah. that's just kind of weird yeah that's that's very so don't do that until you get older save that till you're older yes that's that's a good one-two punch we had there jake yeah, I mean, we're really making these up on the fly here. Yeah, I didn't. I, I texted uh, you this, and I didn't think of it after until right now. I tried to, and it was really hard. But now that I'm doing it, it it's come to me a little easier. And then our final one on the MySpace top eight of spoiler alerts of life, Jake. Huh? I honestly don't have enough. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't either. I was, I was hoping you. Would. <laughs> Really right, spoiler alert, everybody. We, we couldn't finish our MySpace top eight. <laughs> That's the ultimate spoiler. No one saw that coming. I guarantee it. Actually, here's a good spoiler alert. Jesus rises from the dead. Ooh. If, yeah. If, Before if you learn that, you know, spoiler to the biggest book in the world, most popular book in the world. Yeah. If you haven't finished the book, it's it's a pretty good read, but it's about... 75% of the way through, Jesus rises from the dead. So, mm -hmm. there you go. You might he, only sticks around, he only sticks around a little bit, and then the book just kind of takes forever to wrap up. <laughs> yeah, it's got, a, it's got a whole other part, and it's just not, I'm not a fan um, at all. So It's a hard read. It's a real hard read. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But that, that wraps up the MySpace Top 8 of Spoilers of Life. Jake. How do you think we did there? Um, I would give us like a C because we couldn't finish. Oh, but we, uh, we, I think we, we did good right up until that finish. What other way can you finish stronger than with JC? Good point. That means we Jesus Christ, not not right. JC Chavez. Jesus Christ. Oh, I, oh, yeah. No, that, that's good too. I yeah. thought you were talking about JC Chavez. Oh no 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 no! Um, definitely talking about. Um, Jesus Christ. Jesus, um, what was Jesus' middle name? I feel like people say H. Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> so what's the H stand for? Hector? Same. He was born in the Middle East. <laughs> Jesus Hussein. <laughs> that would be something else. That's, that's, uh, what an upset. <laughs> <laughs> that's a spoiler. Oh boy. Well, that's that's it, MySpace Top 8, Life Spoilers. Jake, that may conclude episode 44. Oh, what an episode it was. The Hank Aaron episode, the Trevor Rotolo episode, the other Will McCovey, um, and more. 
Can you, can you think of anyone else? Reggie Jackson. Reggie Jackson. Yep. I think that's about it. Cool. Anthony Rizzo, 44. Jerry West. Um, <laughs> it's funny we say Trevor second out of all these people. <laughs> well, uh, guys, yeah. that's it. 44 episodes down in the books. Uh, Sam will join us next week. Big shout-out to us for making the Rockford Register star. That's right, folks. We're great. We made the uh, Sunday shit. paper. Thank yeah. you for listening. Uh, thank you to Mark Scherer for writing that great article in the paper. Um, we have a huge episode coming up next week, Jake. Not only, huge! Not only will I be back in the A15, we'll have me, Jake, and Sam together. We have a giant, giant guest. Jake, do you want to say who we have? Um, I'll say it's an 815 native. I'll I can say, say it's a professional athlete. Yep. Maybe you say his name. It rhymes with Dean Lowry. Oh, wait, no, it is Dean Lowry. Shit, I honestly have no idea what the word rhyming means. That's... <laughs> <laughs> oh, How no. did we get this interview? How did we get in the paper? These are all great questions. Save them for next time. Yes. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we have Dean Lowry, Green Bay Packer, um, professional heartthrob. I guess we could start that going now. Might as well. <laughs> <laughs> we might be the first to say that, but, you know, <laughs> here we go. Hell yeah. But Dean's coming on next week. It's going to be a great show. Um, and that's it, Jake. Uh, follow us at Twitter, uh, at BackupQBblog. Like us on Facebook. Look up Backup Quarterback Colton for our, our YouTube channel. Uh, find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review. And thank you for listening on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. We are on every week from 5 to 6 p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, don't forget to check out our merchandise on 12 Ounce Sports Radio. Uh, it's pretty good. Pretty good stuff up there. You can find the Life Nate 815 logo on many of your favorite items. Go check it out. Uh, Jake, did I miss anything? No, I think you nailed it. Freaking totally nailed it. Yes. Um, I believe you do have a new YouTube video up since our last episode. So. I do. I do. We're still cranking out some, some videos, baby. Juicy content over on the YouTube channel. Good so one. Go check it out. Good little pun there. Because it's juice. <laughs> that, that was on purpose. Well, Jake, yeah, final, final totally. thought. Um, I kind of thought that was my final thought. So. Shit. <laughs> all right, all right, I'll cut that, I'll cut that. Uh, good call, good My call. final thought is we are awful with technology. Expect many, many more episodes to get lost. Um, I mean, two of 44, or I guess if you include the two, we'd be 46. So well, two out of 46. Didn't we lose two episodes that one time? Yeah, I guess we could. <laughs> yeah, but it was like the same episode. And then we ended up recording the third time. So I guess it, it's only 45 episodes, you know, and we've lost – do you want to count it as two or three? Let's just say three. So 6% of our episodes are, like, lost. <laughs> so that's, like, nothing. That's not bad at all. Mm -mm. No, almost seven if you round up, so. No, we are, we are round down, guys. That's it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's always awesome. round – in 6.67, we're rounded straight to six. Unless it's grades or penis size, then we're rounding straight up. <laughs> we're rounding up plus one. Yes, we are. Um, so that's it. Nice little penis comment to end the week. Thank you for listening. Uh, big, Join us next week. Big one. It's a giant one. It's a big sure. one. It's gargantuan. It's large. It's big. Any more? It's a big, it's a big show. Any, any more words for big? 
Nope, that's all the words that you could possibly <laughs> use in the same day. All right, <laughs> peace in the Middle East. I love you. Bye. Don't get me wrong, it's pretty cool to be on TV. So all the folks back home can see me. And that I'm living it out, all the things I used to dream about. Yeah, it's pretty great saying on stage Proud cause there ain't an empty seat in the place But girl, ever since I met you I got a whole new perspective If I'm gonna be famous for something I wanna be famous for loving you If I'm gonna be known around the world I wanna be cause of you, girl Nothing wrong with the center of attention Long as I'm with you, I don't mind a bit Another five years, best thing I got is right here.